cuties, and welcome to another romantic episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This is the final chapter to Bluebeard's Bride. Thanks again to Sarah and Nathan for helping us play. Sarah and the rest of the team behind Bluebeard are still working on the game, but the Kickstarter should be coming out sometime in 2016. When it does, we'll let you know. By the time this goes up, there will be just a few hours left in Nathan's Kickstarter, Worldwide Wrestling International Incident, so if you're a wrestling fan and a role player, you might want to check that out. If we get in the final round of nominees, we'll let you know when to vote for us. There's still a little bit time left to make sure that Kat is nominated for Best Fangirl Host. That voting will close today at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so get on it, and thanks again. This week at March 8th, around 8.30 Central Standard Time, OneShot will be testing our streaming equipment for the first time. This is not the big official launch of the new streaming arm of the OneShot Podcast Network. In fact, there's still a lot that we have to square away. But if you're interested in helping us out, check out OneShot RPG on Twitch this Wednesday around 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bear with us through bad audio, bad video, whatever else could happen while we try to entertain you with a game of dread. Now let's thank some of our backers on Patreon. William Left. Thank you. Oh, hey, William, let, let, I, oh, I can't see from here. No, it's burned. small you type. Except your burn. <sighs> I live in the failure. Yes, except the failure. The failure. <laughs> let, let the, the failure, failure make, make me stronger. better. Beth Alcorn. Thank you. Darcy Ross. Thank you, Darcy. Broken Cess. Thank you. Jacob Cohen. Thank you. Matt Bevelacqua. Thank you. Alex DeMille. Thank you. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. <laughs> thank, <Wow>. you. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> we could just make Let's droid the noises. The voice Roger, Roger. <laughs> Greg Muthig. Curtis Babies. Thank you, Curtis. Sebastian Rieger. Thank you. Olay Tubro. Thank you. Jacob Larence. Thank you. Jacob Lenartz. Thank you, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, we're done with that bit. <laughs> that bit is over. Aaron Natal. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron Natal. Uh... <laughs> Michael Bumstead. Thank you. <laughs> you giggle going in no his name is bumstead thank you michael bumstead your name's reasonable don't let james be a jerk yeah i am unreasonable james malloy thank you uh alfred hubbard thank you darth barbie thank you still a great name ryan mnet thank you daniel morgan thank you william jacobs thank you justin lance Justin Thank you, Lance. Justin Lance. Also looks like he's got Jet from Cowboy Bebop as his uh, oh, cool. profile pick. Chris Foster. Thank you. Jamie Rosen. Thank you. Sam Rowe. Thank you. Danny Pope. Thank you. Tom Pouncey. Thank you. Graham Bing. Thank you. John Bruce. Strong name there. Thanks again to all of our Patreon backers. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. We are so you do feel the floor shift and then you feel something grab hold of your ankle. A very ragged voice tells you, take my place. And then you feel another hand grabbing higher on your other leg. Do you want to look down? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So when you look down, you can see that the center of the, the bathroom floor has turned black and seems almost like this black mist hovering over the floor or the floor might be liquid, you're not sure. And there is a woman holding on to you and she is streaming this black fluid. She's covered with it. It's coming out of her eyes and her mouth and she's holding on to you. Take my place. Free yourself. And she begins pulling you back into the darkness. And you see the purple moths fluttering against the window. And she's clawing on you hard enough. She claws through your boots. Take one trauma. Mm. Uh-oh. Just me or everybody? It's your choice. Well, uh, I mean, I'll take it. So what do you want to do? As you're being drugged down into the blackened floor. I'll yell out, you let go of me right now. Which <laughs> <laughs> oh. is actually real bad. That's, that's fantastic. I'm not going to let this happen. She stops pulling you down. 
and seems to just be caressing your boots and your skin through the rips. I don't want to be here anymore. That makes two of us. Somebody has to be here. Why Why not you? Why does anyone have to be here at all? Are you stupid? Do you know nothing? Have you not seen the world and other women and how this works? I have seen how it works. And if you're right, then we just keep filling up these rooms until the next girl comes along and the same thing happens. I'm frankly not very interested in that. I don't care. Did you have something you wanted to say? Just because this has happened to you doesn't mean it has to happen to me. I'm different. No, you're not. And she uh, will not pull you back in, but she starts climbing up over you and she drips this blackness on you and uh, you feel dirty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what if we find out what happens if no one's there? What if you come up here with with me and we can we can make this better? You're trying to I'm care trying for to her? Care mm-hmm. for her. We can make this better if you if if you help me, I can help you. We don't have to leave anyone down down there. You can set me free? Yes. I'm not sure you know what you're talking about. So I might believe you if you come down with me and I show you what is under there. I'm willing to do it, but you have, <laughs> but you yeah. have the ring. So. so what move is that? No, so that's, that, that's she proposes. Uh, this is the demonstration of, of, my, of our sincerity from the. Okay, that's. that's yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah. We always want to know. We got to know. We have to know. Um, but it's different if we're going down there by choice rather than her dragging us down there. Yeah. I think is for, well, for my peace of mind. <laughs> You know what? That's the difference. Let's figure it out. Uh, I, I think the ethos of uh, doing things on behalf of the wives rather than having them do things to us is probably – that's the spirit of our investigation, I think. <laughs> that's how we're going to win. Well, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to make that claim. <laughs> that's how we're going to end the story on our terms. Sure, sure. Maybe. I think she nods and grabs the hand of this woman. Okay. So when you take her hand, she begins to pull you down into the floor. And although the blackness looks kind of soupy from above, as your feet begin to enter it, it gets heavy and tight and it's pressing on you and you can feel it everywhere. Mm. As you start to slide down in your dress, it oozes into your boots through the slit she made, and it seeps up under your skirt. And as it gets to your chest, you realize you can't breathe, and she's still pulling you down. And it slides between your skin and your dress and just presses on you. And she's still pulling you down. Are you going to let her pull you down all the way? Yes. We got to see this thing through. Okay. All right. So the blackness closes over your head. And you can't breathe. And you can't speak. And you can't move. But you can feel her. She has her face pressed up against yours. And she tells you, it's not always so quiet here. Sometimes the others are here. And this is where we wait. We wait. And we try and figure out what we did wrong. For we know we did something wrong. Just like you will do something wrong. And this is your future. And then she lets go of you. And you take a deep breath of air because you're laying back on the bathroom floor. And you can hear the purple moths fluttering at the window, but you can breathe. And your skin isn't covered with blackness, although you can still feel it. And you can feel that it got inside of you. And you are very cold. Okay. I'm going to voluntarily pass the room. <laughs> I'm going to pass it to you. Okay. 
it's one I get like I could pass it to Nate. Yeah. Um, Nate's the most injured, so no, we're tied. We're tied. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Both at one. It's a good thing you passed that ring, or I would have called shiver and fear on you right then. (laughs) Seem afraid to be alone in the spooky house. Yeah. It's a reasonable fear. It's it's a spooky house. (laughs) So what do you want to do? You feel like she might still be around. Yeah. And you still feel it on your skin. She hasn't told us everything she knows. That's not important anymore. (laughs) That's There is nothing that is important about... (sighs) The collection of facts is not... The individual deaths don't, don't matter at all because nobody did anything wrong. And... I don't think that there's anything to be gained about knowledge of the various atrocities that this man commits. They think they did something wrong, though. Well, yeah. What if they're right? You only think that because you're not interested in... You're scared or something. Well, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not interested in the atrocities. I'm interested... Are we just going to sit here and wait? No. We're- so, I want to follow you. I don't think anybody's doing this alone. The only thing that's interesting to me about this house at all is why it's functioning like this anymore, right? That's, he knows something that I don't know. I want to know it. I'd like to be prepared to deal with it when he comes for us in whatever capacity. And the only way to free, I think, these these wives, if they even actually exist as ghosts and they're not just memories that he keeps around, uh, I'd, I'd like to, to have that. So I want to be sh- sure that we're ready to go into the room and I want to go into the room. I agree with you. You think that we need an additional item? You think that an item's going to do something? Okay. You want to walk into that room and you think you're prepared to do it now? I think these women are here. I don't think it's just memories that he's created of them. In that second room, I felt like there was more than one moment where we saw more than his perception of them. Yeah, you're right. (sighs) Since you are looking at the moves, is there something you want to do that you're not sure if there's a way to do it? Yeah, not as much as me having been sad dinned by that and the systematic oppression of women. <laughs> I mean, that's the real winner here. Yeah. <laughs> the game wears its themes on its sleeve. Yeah, so I've been searching it as a defense mechanism. Um, well, that's cool. So so mechanically, um, you can either decide you can take a token. Yep. You can continue to search the room. You can try to leave the room without taking a token. Right. You tell me what you want to do. I am here to make things horrible. Yeah. I'm doing a fine job. Aww. Okay. I think that if we try to leave the room, mm-hmm. that she's going to want something more. And I, I don't think that her, but we should probably try to appease her. You're right. You're right. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying appease her. We, we already she 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 showed us like what more like that is that that is a fate that that awaits. I don't know if that has to be ours. They've all wanted to share their pain, and I feel like it was shared. <laughs> right, right. So if we're assuming that they're here. And that they're trapped here. Even though it's clear that he would want this suffering to be passed around, I feel like they must be doing it for a reason, too. There has to be something that we can learn from that. Because the alternative is its this. It's oblivion. So I think what we, we, should, we should probably try to do... I mean, let's see if we can – let's try to get help from them, if we can convince them that this isn't 
the only thing that they have options that we all have options if we understand what's going on uh we can be an example to them whatever yeah she said the others were where she took us before yeah let's find out why so um like the move you have it I don't believe it allows you to summon them. It just allows you to manipulate them. Yes. What? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um. Well, and we ha- but we also have to be careful. Do you take I- a trauma when you do that? Yeah. So that would shatter you. Just shattering is shattering the final one or one past? Oh no, it's the final one. So we're bo- okay. <laughs> so we can. I can always. Do, I, I am three away from shattering right now, somehow. I don't know how that mathed out. But I can use my feminine wilds to trap someone and learn a secret about the house or Bluebeard. Okay, I think that's a good idea. I think that we should... In- you okay? I did that too. <laughs> can tell. Two down. It's, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> do we... So do we investigate a mysterious object? And lead that into... Because mm-hmm. you don't need to have the ring to use that, because that's your yeah. cheat move. So just whenever there's an opportunity to do it, yeah. Uh, when there's a, an NPC kind of in play, you can make that happen. I think, yeah. So I think take the time to explore and do Well, it. I mean, what do we think's worth exploring? I don't know if we can go back down can- into the space on our own. What do you think? What else was in the, what else of note was in the, the room? The first thing we saw was the mirror. Yeah, there was the mirror in the bathroom, but there's also mm. the bedroom. That oh, the bedroom. There's also too. part of this, yeah. this room. And the wallpaper with the water lens. Uh, and just that giant bed. The giant bed. I would prefer to stay away from the bed. I feel like we've had enough of that today. Yeah, I feel like we know what he does there. Yeah, no, that's a good point. We don't want to get involved. Just it's like a bathtub. Beds and bathtubs—they're on the same level. Just, just stay away. Animus, really? <laughs> just stay away. What else we we have? Um, gonna have the, to come up with some new set pieces. <laughs> so there was. Those are effective. That's why we don't like them. Right. I think there was yeah, an armoire. Stories later. Thematically, we know what's going on. <laughs> Got the reek of themes all over it. There's some, there's some motifs happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just because I have this sheet over here, there's definitely that a I keep mood. looking at <laughs> and um, a tone. Oh, there's such a tone. So yeah, there's the mirror, the sink, the tub, the bed. I gave you four items, and then there's also there's the, the, the window. The there's the wallpaper, and then there is a window. Uh, sink that you'd have to climb in the bathtub to get to. You have to climb in the bathtub to get to the window? Yes. We're going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I love it when people take my suggestions. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we're investigating that window. Oh, yeah, totally. It's- I don't know why they think they're trapped in this room. Let's investigate the window. Okay. So you uh, you climb into the bathtub so you can try and reach the window. Um, and you start uh, trying to see if there's a lock or a clasp or some way to open it. What's your first question? Why did Bluebeard keep this item? Mm. As you're standing in the tub, your heels slip a little bit on the marble, but you're able to balance yourself on the on your toes enough that you can can kind of get your your head over the lip of the window and you can see through it. Everything's tinted purple and the rain is going on outside, but you can very clearly see the tree you gave him planted in the backyard and there is a glass dome over it protecting it from the wind that's weird that definitely clashes with what we thought was going on i mean not necessarily his desire to keep us around doesn't not mesh with what's going on and it is trapped in there what's your second question and it can't breathe in there but we don't know that because we don't know about trees (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we know about trees 
Well, do we know the trees breathe? Uh, <laughs> you, what year is this that do, we know the trees breathe? <laughs> do you know that if that once that tree grows, it's going to end up deformed and bent under That's that true. dome? That's <clears throat> uh, Symbolism. Do we want to know what about this is odd or uncanny, or do we want to know what memories this holds? I wouldn't want to take that decision away from you. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll, I'll make a bid for otter uncanny. Uh, otter uncanny seems seems yeah. ripe with potential terribleness. Let's do that one. So you've been praying at this window, and you can you can tell that it is fixed in place. Um, there is no way out through this window. And when you slip a little, mm. you bang your head against it mm. and it draws your blood. And the blood very quickly drips from the mirror down into the tub and down into the drain. Mm. And whenever you try again to lower yourself, you do it again. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not full on trauma, but you're kind yeah i'm gonna mm. give it i think i'm going to give the ring to the strongest of us the most physically capable um in the interest of helping you can tell me what it is you're trying to do sure no i was just thinking thinking through um so i think what i want to do actually is we we've kind of like stumbled and hit our head a couple times and and we, f- we kind of back away and fall over the edge of the of the tub, yeah, and you know sprawl back on the floor, and uh, just like cry out in in rage about like we can't like like uh, we're hurt and we've fallen over, <laughs> and now we're slipping around in the blood of our own face. That's like this on is the, edge the, of the weirdest tub. slapstick scene. <laughs> I'm crying out for help because I can't that handle is, it. That is totally valid. What is it you yell? Because uh, I know you're mad. I'm mad. And you're hurt. And no dignity. No, not at all. I think, I mean, what's coming to mind is an, an inarticulate scream of rage. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> extremely loudly. It carries throughout the house. So before mm-hmm. your scream can finish echoing, mm-hmm. there is a woman at your side. She is plump, a little bit older. Her graying hair is back in a bun, and she's wearing a black and white uniform. She uh, says something in a language you don't know, but it, it sounds kind of like she must be either exclaiming to God or to swearing. Sure. And and then she's fussing at you and helping you stand up. My lady, what are you, what happened? What are you doing on the floor? Do I need to to roll for this? I mean, I'm happy for that to happen. (laughs) I'm sorry. My bad. Yes, you need to roll. Just trying to play it right. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's totally cool. I I imagine you know how it feels whenever you've been changing the game around a little to be like, wait. Yep. Yep. Yes. (laughs) And we wrestle her, right? That's how it works. No, that's (laughs) we're not doing. That's the different (laughs) one. Anyway, anyway, uh, uh, I rolled a seven. Okay, so, uh, so yes, so a house servant comes to address our concern and calm our hysteria, but need proof of our loyalty to Bluebeard. Correct on the seven to nine. So the woman I described is there. She's helping you up. Mm-hmm. Um, she's patting your face with with a cloth. Uh, my lady, I, I didn't know you were stumbling around. Um, you sh- you should be in bed at this hour. What are you doing? Where have you been? I've been calling. I've been walking around this house for an age trying to find someone. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry, ma'am. I I was I was in the laundry. I did not know that you had gotten here. Um, and and then I thought you just went to bed. I I'm I'm not very good. If, I'm a little hard of hearing. <laughs> well, then, who brought my bags up here? If you didn't, Joseph, the coachman. He had, he had to put the carriage away with the horses. He had to take our master back to town, and and then he came and. Ma'am, you seem very upset. I'm bleeding. Mm, it's just a little gash. I'm sure you can handle it. <laughs> huh. uh, <laughs> does she have like a 
like a, a cloth or or, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's pressing it to your forehead. All right, so I'll put our hand on it and like push her hand off. She huffs and crosses to the other side of the room. I'm sure that your master admires strong women who can take care of their own little bumps and bruises. I kind of look at her underneath the thing as I'm holding this towel to her head. That's an odd thing for a new bride to say about her husband. I wonder, does he know what kind of woman he's married? And I mean, just to mm-hmm. point it out for you, that's the... That's the... That's the uh, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she is very disapproving. For sure. Yeah. It's uh, like your mom and your grandma. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> a man like him knows everything about everything he does. Okay. Would you? Would you say... Wouldn't you agree? She does, in fact, relax a little bit. You may not find me to be the same as others in this house. Hmm. Suggest you get used to it. I'm sorry, ma'am. You, you've you obviously had a long day. Why don't you let me draw you a bath? Well, there's blood all over this one. You can draw me one in a in a clean bathroom. Oh, oh no, ma'am. It'll take me just a moment to clean that up. <laughs> <laughs> be quick about it. <laughs> so she will turn her back on you. And you can see that she she gets on her hands and knees and she starts scrubbing the floor. Mm. And as she scrubs the blood, you can see it's turning black. And she's not reacting to that as a... She's still scrubbing the blood. But it's it's seeping into the grout between the tiles and it's spreading. Mm. Is she reacting to that at all? Uh, She has her back to you. Mm. And she's just wiping the floor. And she starts moving to the side of the tub, and the place where she's kneeling is turning black. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, all this excitement. I'm, I'm not ready for for this for the uh, to bathe now. Is the is there a cook, or do you also do the cooking in this house, or does Joseph? Oh, at, at night, dear, I, I can certainly make you something small. Would you Would you like some tea and and perhaps something warm to eat? Yes. Okay. I, I will be back shortly and she will leave, uh, with most of the floor is now black. Sure. I think we go over and turn the knob ourselves. Mm hmm. Sure. To turn the bathtub on? Mm hmm. We know how to operate a spigot, guys. What does that mean? (laughs) What year is it? Um, I was trying to give some contextual clues with the carriage and the gas lamp and stuff. Oh, the gas lamp. Okay. It's, I'm just um, trying to figure out with our level of poverty what our home looked like and how many spigots we encountered. Well, you would have encountered uh, spigots. So this is just kind of a small side from the game. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You can run the game uh, since the original fairy tale is Persian, I think. Uh, you can run the, t- the fairy tale in various different locations or times. Uh, my default is kind of a Victorian England. Mm-hmm. Most people are familiar with that. Um, so if you want to kind of take that as a baseline, Good if that helps know. at all. I'm sorry if I didn't address that earlier. No, that's interesting. That I, I I won't distract us with that conversation. <laughs> we can have it after the game. Yeah. All right. So uh, you turn on the spigot. Yes. And blackness comes out. Mm-hmm. And it starts filling the tub. But it's only filling tub in places so that it's pooling and coming up as if it's outlining the legs of someone who is laying in the tub. Uh, I get into the tub. Interesting. Do you? Yeah. Do you? I do. <laughs> well, oh, you have the ring. <laughs> you have the ring. I, I'm going to let the, I want to let the. We need the, to talk to her. I want to see what the form Mm-hmm. Is like before we go Will diving in, diving into the tub. Fine, but stop saying you're not like these people. <laughs> I'm not. I'm unique and different. Mm. You may be the same as these people. I just think that you're not doing them. Um, you're not you, crediting you them so with many enough favors that you want to do them. Uh, yes, actually, I do. I think that we should free, free this, everyone in the house. Otherwise, there's no point. This could happen to anyone. <laughs> and we're here now. And if we die here, 
then we would hope that someone else would come along and want the same thing that we want right now, and that is to free these women. So while you've argued... While we're arguing, yes. <laughs> uh, the, the darkness has revealed the woman that you spoke to before, okay. and she's reclined in the tub. She doesn't look very friendly. Um, but she seems to be waiting. And the room is getting darker. And the blackness is starting to climb up the walls. So what do you do? How is she in the tub? Like, is she just lying there or is... She's a little propped up on her elbows against mm. the, the backside of the tub. Mm. But she's she's looks pretty comfortable. Mm. I mean... We've already cared for her. Let's investigate, right? What? The emotionally by reading an emotionally charged situation. Mm. And we already investigated the tub in the, in the window, and we can't investigate her. That's right. right. Sorry. No. Um. Well, I I guess what I'm most interested in is <clears throat> the I'm interested in the 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 black substance and the the relationship to the rest of the women in the house. If this is something that they congregate around. and Yeah, the, we, that did come up in another room. It didn't come up in the first room, but it definitely came up in the second room. Did it? Yeah. When she reached inside herself, her hand mm. came out and it was covered mm. in a black The inky substance. blackness. Yes. Mm. And she said that sometimes in this room, sometimes the others are there with her. So I want to know what that connection is. That's what I'm interested in exploring. Is there a way sure. that we can do that? I think so. We we put our hands into the blackness, the darkness, dark water in my head. <laughs> um, I think I just ask like, is is this where you live now? Is this where you all live now? Where you rest? There's nothing restful here. And the room's getting darker. And it starts flowing out towards you. That is what it's like underneath. It comes from below. Yes, you've shown me this already. What are you trying to tell me now? Is it the same thing? Well, you haven't freed me yet, and you promised that. I'm starting to think that you don't keep your promises. You might be a liar. Mm, we're not liars. We just don't know enough. I know liars. Other women who are here lied. They lied and lied, and then they couldn't talk anymore. Uh, the bride squints at this woman. <laughs> so, I guess my problem right now is that I... I I'm not seeing a clear path to, to a token right now. Right. So well, I right. kind of am interested in, in escaping without proposing a truth. But if someone has a, you know, has a the connection that they want to make. Well, I would like to get to how can the bride end up on top of this situation. Yeah. And I'd like to... We got to expose the vulnerability for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can do that. Like, you you can, don't, you're like, free to do that with even yeah, without you guys, the you, ring. Yeah, you don't need the ring to do to do that, but you do need to... I, I honestly, I just have trouble thinking of vulnerabilities. Oh, <laughs> so okay. So, that's why I haven't done it. Yeah, I'll take it. Well... Before you do that, if you mm-hmm. don't mind, mm-hmm. please. Uh, just as a note, mm-hmm. when you propose a truth, it's your truth. No, I know that. I guess I'm saying, like, for me, like yeah. as a player, yeah, I'm not. You're not feeling. I'm it? not feeling it. Like, I'm okay. not seeing. A, I'm not finding a connection that is satisfying to me. Okay. So that's why I'm kind of stymied. Um, so if someone else has a thing that they want to do, okay, don't wait on me. And if not, then I think. Uh, Escaping without pr- proposing a truth is where I would go next. I will think on that problem, and maybe others' actions will clear it up. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, uh, so she called me a liar. Yeah. I'm not lying to you 
intentionally. If I am, it's from a, a lack of knowledge. I'm scared that even if I do know everything about this and I understand why the house is working the way it does and why you're trapped here, that I'm still not going to be able to do anything about it, especially because it doesn't seem like any of you are interested in anyone but yourself. So I need you to help me understand that at all if there is a chance that I'm going to make good on this and get you out of here for real. Okay. You get to hold three. Thank you. <laughs> What's your first question? Okay. With that in mind, I want to know what traps have been laid for the bride. She is stalling because she's she's planning on infecting you with darkness. Oh, interesting. What desires drive the situation? She doesn't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. How can we end up on top of the situation? So she called you a liar and you exposed that you're vulnerable and you're afraid that you might not be able to free her. If you could make a token gesture towards freeing her, yeah, that would probably do a lot. Okay. I take, what do we have? Well, we've got the strap. We have the shoes. I'm just well, trying to think of what just, we have that's heavy. Re- well, I was thinking of just reaching out to help her out of the yeah. tub. Oh, I was thinking Aww. about breaking the window. Well, we'll start. No, we'll start here. <laughs> <laughs> we can get there. You should start there because you made the groundskeeper go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Which I'm not sure I've ever done in this game before. Um. All right. So when you do that, uh, similar to whenever you approached the woman in the last room of kindness. She seems hesitant at first to take your hand as if she doesn't believe that you are honestly offering it. And whenever she takes it, she she seems to wait a second, like she's waiting for you to snatch your hand away. Mm. But then she will let you help her up from the tub. Yeah, so we step back and, and help her up and steady her as she steps out so she doesn't slip like we did. <laughs> and the darkness recedes a little. But that doesn't tell us how we can wind up on top of this situation. Well, now we're not getting infected with darkness anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that could be the equivalent of of being on top is just no. I, I, yeah. 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 Um, I'm gonna. So we're gonna. I'm gonna keep keep my my hands on her like forearms and guide her out of the bathroom into the the main room and put uh the uh. We'd thrown the wedding dress down on the mm-hmm. bed and to put that over her shoulders and sit next to her on the bed. So when you put the wedding dress over her shoulders, mm-hmm. the blackness starts running off her, revealing a very lovely auburn-haired woman. Uh, she looks a little bit younger than you even mm-hmm. and very scared. And as she sits there, With her hands in her lap looking at you, she tells you, I can tell you one secret and then I must go. Where will you go? This better not be the secret. Yeah, it better not be the secret. (laughs) She does give you that look. It's like, you can tell tell me. Is that the secret you want to know? Oh, we need to ask. We're asking her? Yeah, we have to ask a secret. Oh. Or I mean, um, yeah, I guess that doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. sorry. I, I misunderstood the phrase. <laughs> it's okay. You guys surprised me a little. Um, so she can tell you a secret and then she has to go. Um, sure. you can ask her a question or she will volunteer something. I want to give you guys a chance to yeah. ask though. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think you guys have more. I'm trying to figure out the magic. Is there anything else that we need to know? Okay. So let's laying things out. It feels like the thing that the ghosts haven't gotten in the past is any sort of compassion or understanding. Um, so that's sort of tripped up the system that is set in place, whatever that system is. Um, when, when we show compassion, 
what you're saying. Yeah, when yeah, when is, we is when we showed yeah. compassion, um, because there's like no compassion at all. Like even the wait, even the staff is right, like right. rude and. The thing that got to me before though is mm-hmm. that um, so one room we left in a bad way, kind of. Yeah. And the second room, we appeased her, but we didn't free her or anything. She's still there. Right. So I want to know how we get them out without us having to be here in their stead. So like is there is there any way to well to free you from the house? One magic trope that we could investigate is where it started. Um, and that's a big ghost trope. The first wife. Do you think she'd know, know that? Well, it, it would at least establish how why this is, you know. I, I think the girl that we're speaking to right now would definitely be able to tell us who and where the first wife is. I don't know that she would have like the secret to the magic of this situation. I feel like that's something that we need to discover. And she doesn't definitely doesn't know how to free herself. She doesn't know how to free herself. So I think going to the root of the issue is like at least. The way to get to them. If I was writing this story, that's how I would write it. <laughs> but well, I'm I'm up for that. Uh, and as uh, as ring holder, uh, I'm gonna okay go forward unless there's no no no. I think yeah, that, I mean, if you, bro, if you've got a better idea, I will follow you to the ends of the earth. You know that. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I think that that's a good good faith way to try to figure out the magic of this house. Okay. So, uh, cool. I'm going to actually hold up the key ring mm-hmm. and say, where, where is his first wife? Where can we, where can I find her? And she will take the ring from you and she looks through the keys and she picks up the smallest one. And gives it back to you and says, she's in this room. I have misunderstood the, the syntax of that for a second. And was, my mind blew. And then it came right back. <laughs> Mine did that too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. No, that's just the, she's in this room? Oh, no. She's in this room. She's <laughs> in this room. Right. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> my, my mind did not blow. It's because I was I looking at you. Yeah. Okay, so this is going to be interesting. Um... When I when I know how to, I'll come back for you. Thank you. Um, is she uh, wearing a like ring or a necklace or a piece of jewelry? Um, she has. That could perhaps be a token. What yes. about the key too? I mean, oh, it isn't. We we already have it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um. She does have a bracelet of uh, blue stones around her wrist, and she will give it to you. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take that. Um, so here we go. This is going to be really fun, everyone. Um, <laughs> oh, God. So I think the truth about this room uh, is that, you know, she uh, – I think she ended, you know, and ended the, the – so the blood in the drain and everything like that was from, you know, this – rough unwanted you know however bluebeard was taking her if you will um in this room but she actually ended up drowning herself in that bathtub and that's why she was in there when we opened the the spigot and and everything and why she went to like a calm place and not a crazy crazy ghost place necessarily uh which clearly is a disloyal reading <laughs> of our relationship with Bluebeard. It is. So. Um, however, <laughs> so one of the problems is if you two were to shatter right now, mm-hmm. you would not be able to enjoy the parts that are the shattering. Mm. Well, I won't shatter because I gave my ring over. That's yeah, true. She gave. Okay. Right. I'm, I think I'm the only one that'll. That'll shatter? shatter. Yeah. Are that you okay shatter. with that? Yeah, All right. So go ahead and, and mark. That's also the last disloyal token. Mark the token. Um, and the two of you, 
as you take the bracelet from her, yeah, you feel her so quick. You can't do anything about it. She reaches out and she touches your face. And then you feel the animus leave you. Animus? The connection to my sisters has been severed. My place is no longer among those of you capable of rationality and thoughtful decisions. Our fragmented mind now feeds the horrors that plague the bride. So tell me, Animus, as you leave them, there's a question on the very bottom of your sheet. Uh, Could you read that for me? What would you find most frightening here? And what does the bride touch? Touch. So... As you, as you leave and as the, the dead bride touches the, your face, mm-hmm. what do they feel? They feel her fingers, uh, cold and wet as if, as if, you know, infused with the, the water that she drowned in. Mm-hmm. And there's like a faint dark smear on her face that I don't think we notice until the next time, like, see a look in a mirror. Thank you. (laughs) So, you are now able to leave this room. There are only two of you. Where did she go? I I don't know. Okay. Let's go find the... I mean, let's go as quickly as we can. As you stand in the hallway, holding that last key she pointed out to you, Mm -hmm. you look to your right, and the room next to your bedroom is the door that matches the key. So if you will now flip over your move sheet. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're about to enter the final room. So the bride can only enter the final room upon filling up the token track. The bride's outcome is determined by which subtract filled up first, faithfulness or disloyalty. You will have a disloyal outcome. That is the center column. So you go into the room. You open the door, you turn the key, and the door closes behind you, and inside, stretching before you, is a library with a chair and a fire that's burning. And on your right-hand side are framed shadow boxes, and in each one, you, you go up close because you're not sure at first what it is. And then you realize it is the lips of women that have been cut from their face and put in the shadow boxes. And there are seven of them, and there are three empty boxes. As you're standing there looking at it, you hear a step behind you. Animus, what touches them? And it is okay to introduce Bluebeard at this point. Right, right. And which which way I want to go? Oh, okay. This is this is obviously what I want to do. <laughs> so you hear a step, uh, or we hear a step behind us, and something um, something that that is clearly a hand touches us on the shoulder, but it's um, cold and and stiff. And when we look down, see a, a, um, a cuff of a, of a dress, of a beautiful, uh, dress with a long lace, <clears throat> a long lace falling cuff over a skeletal hand with just like little pieces of flesh still clinging to it. Mm. And you turn around and it's in, in this full, beautiful lace, very, at this point, you know, very old fashioned to us, um, dressing gown. Uh, is was clearly a beautiful woman before uh, the 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 age and the the grave mold and insects worked at her flesh and soft tissues as she steps forward, pushing us farther back into the room. And when she does that, you stumble, and as you stumble backwards, you catch yourself on on the fireplace mantle. And then you, you turn your head and sitting in the chair is Bluebeard. And he stands and he looks angry. And the bride, you can't, 
she doesn't really have an expression. She doesn't have enough flesh left for that. But she stays and watches very intently as he grabs you by the hair and he drags you in the center of the room and he points at the shadow boxes. Women are liars. I knew, I, I hoped you weren't like the others, but I, I can see now that you are. And he draws his sword and he raises it above your head. You're no better than any of the others. Why 10? We're number seven. Why are there three empty ones? I have more. You lied to me. It doesn't count. And he raises that sword again. And then there's a metallic clang. And you look up to see your brother is there with his own sword drawn. And he fights Bluebeard off and wounds him. But Bluebeard still runs. And your your brother seems shaken, but he doesn't seem to see the dead woman. And he gets you out of that room as quick as he can and back home. And now you have a choice to make. You can either run away and leave the past behind you. Eventually you remarry, but forever live in fear that Bluebeard will find you. Or you can go to the town and tell them what you found, and what Bluebeard is. What would you like to do? The witch and the fatale were on the same page of thinking that this isn't going to end if we walk away. Of course. So it, I, I think it's got to be that we confront the town with our findings. They're not going to listen to us. Right, but I think our, our choices are either run away and not deal with it, or deal with it. Then and we deal with it. it. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So you do indeed go to the town and, and you show them the shard of mirror and, and the leather strap and the bracelet and you tell them what you saw. But your brother will not support you. Your brother tells you you're hysterical and there are no cases of women's lips on the wall. He thinks you've been reading too many novels. The rest of the town starts whispering about how they think you must drink in secret and that you must not be a very good woman for how else would Bluebeard let go a pretty girl unless she was flawed in some way. So whenever you come into town, how do they remind you of your hysterical actions whenever you confronted the town? Well, they've been telling stories about us. Um, so whenever they see you, do they, how do they react? because you must come there every day you live here and these people did not believe you i guess the the question that i have is bluebeard still a presence that the rest of the town feels is around um okay uh i mean there are rumors of bluebeard mm -hmm. Um, but there you know, were he's still around before we married him too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, none of that has changed. I think that they mostly ignore us. Yeah. I feel, I, I'm, I'm mm. feeling like that too. Like, okay. it, it's like a very the, pointed ignore. Right. Yeah. Like, no, well, exactly. It's people that, that before we married, we, you know, talked to everyone all the time. Right. And now it's people like, people gave us things. Yeah. yeah. And, and now it's, it's, everything is very, we're treated like a stranger mm. every time we, Come yeah, into the town. It's very clear that this world that we've come back to is not our world anymore. Yeah. So then you hear some of the stories going around. And one of them is that Bluebeard has come back with a new bride. And she looks very different. She came from a different land. You're not even sure she speaks your language. But the stories say he's married another woman. What do you do? This is when I would move away. <laughs> Well, but you shattered. But I don't have a lot of say. <laughs> you, you pieced out of there before this happened. <laughs> I, our, our drive for independence has been fully shattered. Did um, how, how much time has passed? Uh, it's been a few months. A few months. Okay. Mm -hmm. Of continuous pointed 
being ignored by all of your former friends. Do, yeah. Do we do we crash the wedding and make a make a scene? Oh, do you think we do that one? We could do that one. <laughs> that one's a hilarious. That's not what I was thinking at all. But man, uh, thinking like all this like pent up. You know, but I know I'm right and everyone is ignoring me and pointedly telling me that I'm wrong. This is, I'm going to go and, and tell, I'm going to confront, like, you know, confront we could him. dramatically no object. Me anyway. On the night of the wedding, we can go break into the castle. <laughs> Honestly, what I was thinking we would do <laughs> is exactly that. Yeah. We just, we go to his, while they're doing that, while we know he's mm, in he's, the town, mm-hmm. we go back to the room and see if we can find out the things that we were trying to yeah. learn. I'm going to take that glass jar off that tree, by the way. Oh. I feel like that's something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and you know what? If we're crazy, I'm going to lean full tilted to that. <laughs> uh, I love the scenario where we made it all up in our heads. <laughs> And we're the real villains of this story. I don't think The why true. did our brother save us point. <laughs> also, he did definitely have a bunch of previous wives no matter what. So, yeah, he that's killed true. people he's... even if it's not magical. That's true. I definitely think it's magical. Though. Oh, I totally am on the same board about the magical thing. So we're going to break into his study. We're going to break into his study. And try to see if we can figure out what's going on. Yeah. We, we have a strap. We have a bracelet. <laughs> and we've got a shard of mirror. We're going to do something with that. I'm going to go ahead and assume that his, you know, actual... His servants? People, yeah, that are there, you know, prep, keeping preparing the house for for the wedding night. Well, groundskeeper? Yeah. <laughs> what happens when we escort us from go the to grounds? sneak into the house? Well, what happens is as you're getting ready and you have your tokens and you put on some sensible shoes and you borrow some of your brother's pants so you can run... And you are all ready. You're going to go confront that fucker. Your brother and mother come in the room. And they tell you, we know what you're planning. You're not well. And we're going to make sure that you don't hurt yourself or other people. And so they prevent you from enacting your revenge. And if you continue to insist, they will commit you. And with that very happy ending... (laughs) That is the end of our game. Thank you so much for playing. Thank you for running Thank it for us. Thank you for running us. it, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. Question, question mark? That's it for One Shot This Week, heroes. But don't worry. We'll be back next week with Steamscapes. But if you're looking for more One Shot in the meantime, be sure to join us on Wednesday the 9th around 8.30 Central Standard Time, where we will be doing our first test of our streaming equipment. For that, we'll be playing Dread. One Shot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find a new show, check out Cinema Jaw, a film podcast where Matt Kabinsky and Rye the Movie Guy, along with Elias Rodriguez, talk to authors, musicians, technologists, and other interesting people about their take on movies. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. A castle.